Playoffs. Playoffs are here. We are in it. Uh, the, yes. The league championship series are now. Uh, we've seen the wild card. The two different, sorry, the four different wild card series come and go. And there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't think there would be, but there is. Have you watched any playoffs? Yes, I have. I have. And wow. Last year, Sam and I went on a road trip and I was able to watch playoffs in a hotel. And then I was able to back that up this year. So I was able to watch some hotel, restaurant, sports bar, playoff baseball Oh, as of a couple days ago. And uh, it was great. It was only two evenings and it was only a total of probably five innings. <laughs> but I got to see some really meaty stuff. And so what I can tell you is this. I know that the Guardians ended up losing to the Yankees. Yep. And, oh, I heard the Astros, Astros made it through. Yep. And I don't know about what's going on in the other ones. I should tell you that. What I was lucky enough to see in the few innings the first night that I watched was about as good of a playoff inning as you could have. And so that part was really exciting, but I don't want to bring that up quite yet. I want you to You're gonna save that. tell me more about what you've seen in the playoffs. So the Mariners finally made the playoffs, and I saw a guy crying tears of joy because they had. And this would not be possible without expanded playoffs, and you want to take that away from him. Why? <laughs> I'm the big bad guy here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone can appreciate when your team is in the playoff hunt. So I understand that sentiment. The main point I will continue to make is that the more teams that make the playoffs, the less cool and important it actually feels to the fans. That's not to say it doesn't feel special. It's not to say it couldn't produce tears of joy. It's just the cold hard facts is when four teams make the playoffs versus 12 teams, it's going to feel a little more special that you had a team that proved itself over the long season that they're the most wholesome, best team. The way things are getting put forward right now is the playoffs is everything. Like They're putting everything they got into playoffs. And here's what's been pissing me off. Here's the evidence that I have found. Lay it on me. I feel like Major League Baseball is patting itself on the back when it has a great playoff series. Now, what they're telling you is, look how great the playoffs are. We've manufactured it in a way that it's so great. Look how great the playoffs are. Well, the reality is the playoffs are always great because it's important. Now, some series are better than other ones, but you can't take credit for something that is now finally better when there was never a point in baseball ever, ever, ever where like the playoffs weren't exciting. Now, occasionally there's a series where there's a blowout and that's not as exciting, but to be able to take credit for, oh, this never would have happened if we didn't do expanded playoffs, I think that's twisting your words a little bit. That's not exactly accurate. That Mariners fan wouldn't have cried tears of joy with less expanded playoffs, and I'm fine with that. Uh, they had four wins over the Rays. Yeah. They had four wins more than the Rays. Is that who they played in a one game? They played the Blue Jays, and then the Rays played the Guardians in the two oh, I see. different right. three-game wild card <laughs> series. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Which we'll get to that, by the way. Oh, good. The three, that three-game wild card series. Oh, yeah. There's already talk of expanding it to five. We'll get yep. to that. Got to do it. First of all, I want to get back to the Mariners, who, yes, did finally make the playoffs. It had been 21 years since the Mariners uh, made the playoffs. They finally made it. The guy cried. Uh, they were the fifth the fifth team. Here's what I think is the most valuable, okay? When you take teams like the Braves and the Mets, think how much higher the stakes of the regular season would be if they weren't both getting in. I have so much to say about that series that's yeah. coming up. So th- I, I don't want people to forget about that where, you know, it's okay if you had a great team and you didn't go to the playoffs because – if you don't have to win your division, the regular season isn't as exciting because now the main playoff race is with lower tier teams. It's not the best teams anymore, which isn't going to be as good right. by definition. Some people would say that it is more exciting because there's more teams in it at the end. Yeah. I mean, that's the state of a tournament. Yeah. It's, you know, a bunch of teams qualify and then you battle it out. Um, <laughs> to me, that's not as good. Because of the prior stated reason of, and and I wouldn't have known this if I didn't already live through it, but I know what it's like to have a hundred win team, not make the playoffs. It stings, it hurts, it sucks. But when you do make the playoffs later on, it's awesome. Yeah, that is a thing of the past. That is a thing you, of the past. Yeah, right. raise, raise 186. Raise 186. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. S- speaking of the Mariners, man. They, Back to the Mariners. Yeah. No, no, this is great. You're going to like this. Okay. I might know what you're saying. They're in a game with Houston. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I get the score update. 13 innings scoreless. And yeah. I do I do a double take. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Oh, 13 yes, innings right. scoreless? That's impossible. Right. Right. <laughs> That's impossible because the automatic runner, guess what? I think I know what you're going to say. Can I guess? They suspended the automatic runner for the playoffs just Thank like God. you thought they would. They okay. did it. I, don't, I wasn't even paying attention when it happened. It must have been the rules committee halfway through the year. I have no idea. Good for them. I guess everyone Good hates for that rule. Everyone hates that rule for the playoffs. That's I mean, it's something, yeah, right? Yeah, the playoffs. Uh, yeah. It's a small victory, but I mean, we had a great game. We had a game go sixteen scoreless, first time ever in the postseason. Oh, that's fantastic! Julio Rodriguez makes a diving catch to save a run in that sixteenth inning. Mm. Top of the eighteenth, Pena knocks one left center. Astros sweep the Mariners. Yeah, I heard. I saw at the bottom of the TV scoreline that it went 18 innings. And at that point I used my math brain and I said, okay, <laughs> that there's no possible way they could go 18 yes, innings. Your math brain was correct. It worked. The three of us had talked about it. Someone came up with the longest game yet is 13 innings uh, since the rule change. And so I'm thinking there's no possible way in the playoffs that it's like uh, mathematically impossible to go nine more innings with extra runners uh, and no one gets a run across. That would be too fantastic. So right. I thought, you know what? They could have done a good thing here. And under this very small circumstance, they they made the right decision. Yes, they did. Because <laughs> people were watching. They're like, we don't want to be embarrassed by this stupid rule that nobody likes. Oh, I mean, that's pretty smart to... I mean, they would have got... <laughs> they would have got exposed. I mean... <laughs> But, yeah, they're going to get a real taste of November baseball, and hopefully there's a few snow outs and, uh, <laughs> you know, some BS Midwest weather. And uh, There was a game that got rained out already. Yeah, that was – was that Yankees, did I hear? Yeah. Yankees. Yep. I saw one of the Cleveland walk-offs. So let me set the stage for you. 
So I'm on my honeymoon. We have a truck breakdown and we end up in a town that we had no plan of attending. And we end up there for three days waiting for our truck to get fixed. But you had sports. But this did allow me to order myself a cherry Coke and watch a playoff baseball game or watch the ninth inning anyway. So so there it is. Uh, Guardians are down two, entering the ninth. And Yankees are feeling real good about themselves. Uh So first guy in the inning pops a fly ball routine to right field. And I believe it was Aaron Judge caught it. And the way he caught it and kind of like flipped the ball into his hand and then threw it in, you knew the Yankees were going to win. I mean, it was like, yeah, these guys got it wrapped up. Well, then baseball clicked in. And uh, next guy gets a hit. Then another guy gets a hit. And then some shenanigans happen. And they start putting runs across. And then this whole time I'm sitting next to Sam and uh, she's either reading a book or doing research on her phone. She's probably doing both. She's not watching the game though. So I lay a little elbow into her and I said, hey, let me, let me tell you what's going on here. This is the ultimate baseball scenario where if this guy gets a hit right now, they come from behind and beat the Yankees at home in a playoff game. And she goes, oh, wow. So it takes about, I don't know, five or six pitches, and they're drawing it out, and there's no pitch clock. No pitch and clock. And it's taking a while, <laughs> and you could tell the crowd's going bonkers. Everyone's loving it. Okay, I'm in a bar, and the game is on mute, and I'm having the time of my life watching this thing <laughs> going, oh, man, what's going to happen next? Well, next thing happened, single up the middle, two-run score, Beat the Yankees, uh, crowd goes nuts, and then they proceeded to show the replay like 67,000 times. Uh, But it was really, really great, and Sam was glad that I told her, hey, this might be a good baseball moment for you to watch. And it just kind of reminded me of how fun it can be when a really good baseball game happens in the playoffs. And again, (laughs) I only saw the ninth inning. (laughs) So a really good baseball game, or at least a really, really strong ending And no matter how much the people that are in charge are messing this thing up, they haven't messed it up to a point where a great baseball game still can hold up under any circumstances. And it was fantastic. And again, I saw it on mute. And when I saw the kid get the base hit and he scored, I I had like real pulses of fun running through me. So it was a a great experience for me. And I was just kind of happy for everyone. Um, Even the Yankees. It's like, yep, drop your head and walk into the dugout. You've done this so many times to people. Mm. But uh, it was really cool. Aaron Judge had me 100% convinced that they had it in the bag. And then um, it was like... uh, With a catch. It was like a crazy dice game where just all this stuff went against the Yankees in a row. It was awesome. He sold it to you with a catch. Yeah. Not a home run. It was so nonchalant. It was unreal. By the way, that Houston-Seattle game Mm -hmm. that went 18, tied for the longest ever postseason by inning. Okay. Does it say time, number of minutes? Eight. I mean, shit. Could that be over six hours? That game was six hours and 22 minutes. Ooh, doggies. And you know what? Tell me. I was looking at highlights. Everyone was still there. Yeah. Loving it. What fan wouldn't be loving? I mean, because it's elimination game, too. That's like the ultimate. You get to be at a playoff game for six hours. Like, what? <laughs> we, we grew up our whole boyhood's. Teenager, young adult, that's all we've ever wanted in life is be at a playoff game for as long as possible. All right, check this out. Pretend you're a Dodgers fan for a minute. Wow, that's 
Hmm. I know it's a stretch, but stay with me. All right. Stay with me. I'll play along, yeah. Your team wins 111. 1-1-1. One, one, one. Yeah. That's a lot of wins. And then in the postseason, a different team in your division who finished the season 22 games behind you beats you in a five-game series uh, to advance and end your season. Okay, so I'm going to speak as a Dodger fan now? I mean, is that does that sound... That doesn't sound natural. This is a team you beat up on all year. They have no business advancing past you in the playoffs. There's no business doing that. I know what you mean. I said that this is the Padres year. You did. I, I'm rooting for them. Right. But when you look at that, when you break it down, I don't know how many times they beat up on the Padres, but I guarantee you it was a ton. And they got to go out like that. I don't know, man. If I was a Dodgers fan, it just this stri- this stinks to me. I don't like it. Well, it's it's a very obvious blemish on the playoff structure. I mean, those are the rules, and you know, go for it, Padres. I'm glad you beat the Dodgers on one level, but on this other level, I just looked at the way these two teams finished, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, you're. Jeez, like it's actually stupid. Yeah, this is a world. These Dodgers. This. <laughs> This hurts me to say this. <laughs> These Dodgers are, should be in the World Series. They should. They are World Series teams. I want to see them beat whatever the AL puts up. Right. They're that good. They were that good this year. And this is this is bunk. Okay. Well, this is cool because I'm hearing about this for the first time. So I was not aware. Did not know. 111 games. Did not know the Padres won the series. So uh, was it close? 3-1. 3-1. Not even close. Was the series closer? I mean, three. You can't say a three-one series isn't close if you don't if you don't watch some of it. You know. So it okay, the thing that I was hearing before the season is like, oh, they're going to have a buy. You know, this is this makes it more fair. Well, yeah, there's the buy for the two best teams. So the way it works is, even if you win your division, you could still be a wild card team. Now, this is, that's also so dumb. So the teams that get the two best uh, records, uh, they're the guy. They're the golden teams. They don't have to play anybody this during this week even if in there they're in the same division is that what i heard they wait for the wild card series to play out and then they play those teams yeah so they get that bye week but you can win your division and end up in you know end up in one of these three game series now that's how it works i asked you to imagine um being a dodgers fan right yes now i would like you to imagine that you're a mets fan oh man all right okay and trust me this one's going to be weird they win 101, okay. but so do the Braves. Same division. Same division, right? Yep. Do they play a tiebreaker? No. Nope. We don't do that anymore. There's no time for it. <laughs> we, ain't got, we ain't got time for that. Halloween approaches. So one of these teams uh, you know, gets the bye week and the other one has to play the three-game wildcard series. Okay. So it was head-to-head over the season, I'm guessing? Right. If any of these teams win more against the other, that's who it goes to. Yep. No big whoop. But here's the thing. What if what if it's a tie? Oh, do they play even amounts of games? Oh, geez. We have a set of rules. Intradivision record. If the head-to-head records are tied, mm. this would happen only between wildcard teams that played an even number of games. <laughs> then the best record within their own divisions determines the winner. Okay. Oh, there's more. <laughs> Interdivision record. <laughs> If the first two tiebreakers don't settle it, then the next one, uh, the next one rates teams' records within their own leagues, but not including their own divisions. But yep, yep, yeah, I, and there's more. 
There's more. Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. Because more. because if that's tied, oh. we got the second half intro <laughs> intro league games. Second. The winner half. will be determined by the winning percentage of each team within its own league over the final 81 games of the season. Huh. Oh my gosh! And there's one more. More. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that could be a tie too. Just in case. Yeah. Hey, if the teams uh, remain tied after the first four tiebreakers, then a winner will be determined by working backward from the final intro league game. Of the first half until the tie is broken. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's do one more. And if no, that's it's it. still tied after that, then <laughs> Coin they flip. could do a seven-inning <laughs> playoff game. Coin flip. No, they don't have time for any kind of game, no matter how many innings it is. <laughs> three innings. <laughs> no, no, coin flip. Can I sell you on three innings? Coin flip. <laughs> one inning with runner starting on second. You still got to get on a plane to go... <laughs> Yeah, league said they didn't have time for tiebreakers this year, so they came up with these rules. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll commit those to memory. Yep. All of these, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, five tiebreaker rules. Great. Put it in the rule book, Dictionary Volume 3. So here's what happened. The Mets got the short end of the stick. Bummer. Teams never spent more money on talent. Uh, They won 101. And they had to play a three-game series to survive. Mm. Right. Guess what happened? They lose? <laughs> they lost. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so Padres beat the Mets. Three-game series. And, I mean, there you go. Magic here for the Padres. I called it. Yeah, how did you know that? It's now or never. <laughs> right. This is their year. I mean, and with the whole, I mean, come on. And without Tatis, too, you know, without that guy. Yeah, that part's very impressive. You know what happened to the Braves, right? Let me think about this. So the Braves, Mm. uh, I know they're still in it, or at least I think I know that. No, they're not. They got that bye, and then they got beat by the Phillies. Goodness. Beat by the Phils. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I didn't hear about the Phillies all year. Well, now you got Phils and Padres, uh, and then you've got Yanks and uh, Cheaters. Yanks and Cheaters, right. Well, you know what? It turns out, you know, Houston, I call them, we call them the Cheaters, but it turns out, like, um, my perspective on this is probably a little off. It turns out probably most of these teams are cheating. It's not just, they just got caught. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. It was like, everyone will say the people at Enron were the shittiest people, and they definitely weren't the only ones cheating. But when you get caught, it's too bad for you. <laughs> so now we have the Mets saying, hey, three-game series, that's not fair, you know? Well, we lost in a three-game series after winning 101. Yeah, after that's not fair. After winning 101. That's not fair. Yeah, look at all the money we spent. It's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, they're going to point to the evidence. We want a five-game series. And now that the Pandora's box has been opened. It's open. I mean, Wide open. Anytime someone has a gripe with something, it's just, all right, bring it up. Yeah, baseball's open now. Now we can just. I'm, well, I mean, how much does one gripe cost? $500 million. <laughs> Six hundred million dollars. You get one gripe. You get a new rule named after you. That's yeah, what I you think. Get. I think what I'm getting the sense of big time this year is in the National League. You feel gypped that the they they didn't get to bring their best representative to the World Series, and who's the hot team right now? Who's are the Padres red hot? Um, I mean, they beat the Dodgers, but you get to the point where it's. You can just kind of throw the season out, and it's who gets hottest in October. And yes, that's kind of the point, but it's definitely missing something. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I'll tell you definitely what. definitely missing something. Phillies and uh, the Daddies are tied 1-1, and um, the Yankees game just ended. 
And they lost. Yankees lost. Yeah. All right. Okay, let me uh let me hit you with a Bob Costas idea for the playoffs because we're on the topic. Did I hear him announcing some of the games? I hope so. If Bob Costas isn't doing the playoffs, everyone loses. Yeah. I think I think I heard him. Should hear that voice for playoffs. I'm not saying he's necessarily the best, but we love you, Bob. I just can't do jo- Joe Buck anymore. No, we hate Joe Buck. That's well established. <laughs> We've talked about it many times. It's never actually made it onto the show, but we both just <laughs> loathe the man okay check this out though this is from his book he wrote in 2000 and i've literally never bob thought costas. of this or not, heard not of it. joe buck's book bob costas's book this is bob costas book that's okay. correct because if you're reading joe buck books like that's the that's no. it i'm gonna hang up right now we're done yeah no you should cut me at that point yeah we're <laughs> that's not gonna work no i i never heard anyone else say this i never thought of it myself and it's by far the thing that makes the most sense to me and it's so fucking simple Oh, my goodness. So he says, all right, you got your three divisions. Fine. (laughs) Cut the wild card. The team in the National League and the American League who have the best record have a bye. The other two divisions play each other. Six teams make the playoffs, and it preserves the original form of baseball where you had best record in the whole National League or the best record in the American League. I never thought of that. And that took you to the World Series. I know it's so simple, and yet I, I thought of one thing that keeps it from being perfect, though. And this is highlighted very well by what we just talked about. No, oh, what's that? If <laughs> if the top two division winning records are tied, what the fuck do you do? Play a tiebreaker. Come up with a series of rules. See, yeah. And there's a solution. I, I, I haven't been able to think of the one that the do a coin flip. The clarifying one yet. Coin flip. Um, yeah, because it's so, everything about it is so fair, except that one, if that one situation happened, I just don't know, then it would make it look like a stupid rules change. You know, one of the reasons when I was a kid why I thought baseball was so much more elegant than other sports? Tell me. No coin flip. Yeah. It's like, no, we figured it out. Uh, you know, home team bets last. This is easy. Like, we don't yeah. need to, introduce some random chance element into who plays on you know what side whatever no coin flips in baseball i agree never thought of it but i agree well you know i used to be able to say no clocks can't say anymore um you got a few more games well now they yes okay but i mean you famously brought up the fact that there are clocks out there already they're installed in the parks they are ticking um, they're there you know yeah. and, but that's <laughs> they, they're they not work. playing the role that they will play next year Hey, 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 I wonder if they will suspend the pitch clock for the playoffs next year. Yeah. You think? You think? You think? I, I'd i be surprised if they didn't. At this point, yeah. Now I've changed my mind. I'm like, yes, uh, I think they will. There's a precedent for this, the rules that people don't like. Um, They must be listening to the show. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad. We're doing it. The word's out there. Jump on board. Tell your friends. You know, we went the whole year without talking about Pitchcom. Yeah, and now we have that chance. Yeah, so there was... uh, (laughs) I'm watching this game. I don't even remember which one it is. Don't ask me. And I'm watching the highlights of a game, and the crowd is going crazy. Okay. And the pitcher is confused. Okay, he's he's taking too long. He's, Mm -hmm. um, He's stepping off the mound. He's kind of looking at the catcher. 
the announcers have decided that he cannot hear the pitch com. Yes. And I just thought to myself, if only, <clears throat> if only there was a way where <laughs> the catcher could somehow signal what the pitch should be to the pitcher yeah. without sound. I mean, like, if only, you know? Yeah, that's wild. Did they forget how to do the signs that quickly? I think he just probably froze up and literally forgot. They're so afraid now of teams stealing signs with people yeah. in the outfield, people in the bullpen, people wearing uh, binoculars, you know, and uh, relaying that in that they've gone to pitchcom. They've gone full pitchcom for some some pitchers, some teams. Uh, this is happening, and it, we never even talked about it. Oh, okay. So this isn't a thing that's necessarily swept the league yet. Only some pitchers are wearing them. And it's legal, though. It's, it's legal, so you have it. the option. Yep. Damn. So you're wondering how prevalent pitchcom is in the league. I really don't know. And if we had watched more games this year, maybe we would. What was the other one? You sent me a picture of a guy they thought was cheating and it turns out his spin rate was higher because uh it's a playoff game oh yeah so one of the padres pitchers uh when they were beating the mets when they were about to take care of the mets he's de- he's just dealing uh he'd been in for a while dealing and love it and he's glistening and his spin rates up and the mets as a hail mary are like uh, go check his ear wow go check his ear we think he's got some uh, you know sticky stuff on there so they they call it in. The guy comes out, he rubs his ear and doesn't find anything. Mets get embarrassed. This is the main thing that came up in my mind when I heard this. And I had to ask you. I was told maybe a year or two ago that in Oracle Arena where the Warriors play, there's so many cameras that are kind of triangulating all at once that they can tell if a player's injured because of how they're moving about the court. They have that much information. Yep. So the question in my mind was, do the Mets have access to this guy's spin rate yes. during the ball game? Absolutely. Wow. Why wouldn't they? That's another thing that had never come into my mind where you go, that's research on a level that is so much more intense than uh, not that long ago. And I kind of deciphered that through your texted words, which were like, the spin rate was too high. And I'm thinking, he's either joking that's what it was, or the opposing team has those figures ready at hand. Yeah, that's pretty well. They, wild. Ha- they show them on TV, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm so curious about today's baseball fan. How much they're into the new stats? Because I, I gotta say, I, I got, I got a confession. I, I don't know. I don't know what OPS is. So many new stats. Yeah, from when you were collecting baseball cards. Yeah, I'm bad. I don't really it's know okay. any of them. Don't worry about it. But they're better. They're you know how like okay like I don't know what day, whip is. I'm sure I could learn, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what whip is. Well, in our day, you would you would look at stats like RBIs, um, home runs, stuff like that, and your number of RBIs is is totally. If you're on a bad team, it's going to be low. Yeah. Right. If you're playing a big park, you're not hitting as many out. Right. Those numbers are kind of dumb especially rbis that's a dumb number to to rank a, some somebody by it's a fun number to rank somebody by sure. we should definitely celebrate the people who are getting the most rbis for sure but um it's not a good measure of a good really good player on a bad team sure or if there's just nobody in, hitting in front of them whatever so we, we have a bunch of new stats you know i don't want to get too much into that today uh you know look 
here's the thing. Here's what I want to say about this. Yes. You have more, more and more and more stats to talk about, get the spin rate on there, get the exit velocity. You don't have to tell stories anymore. Uh, announcing yeah. a game. <laughs> just get these stats, just spit them out. That's oh, faster than yesterday. Oh, it's the best ever. Uh, announcers love this stats, you know? <laughs> yeah, it gives them something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing like your Terminator umpire. You could be a Terminator fan and <laughs> all the stats are, are going in front of your eyes like as well, it's happening. They have apps for keeping score and that's actually pretty much what you're describing. But that's what's happening, yeah. Without the without the augmented uh, vision. Terminator fan. Yeah, that's, that's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can just look at a player and like his stats will pop up. Sure. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're very close to that. Yeah. How Arnold would do it. There's literally, you could really do that now because you can identify the color of the jersey. And if they turn around, and see their number, maybe do a little facial recognition, you can probably figure out who they are very quickly. Yeah. When you're under Terminator vision and something's typing, if you could hear the. You know what I mean? I hope so. As the letters come across. Okay. I've got. I've got something I want to talk about. Hit me. Hit you? Well, guess what? I predicted players hit by pitch would go up. Oh, yeah. In the National League. Uh-huh. I was wrong. Oh, wow. Okay. Hit by pitches in the NL went down just a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit this Smidgy. year. Smidgy. Okay. Just like almost a rounding error. Do you know what I mean? Yep. From last year. Hit by pitches are up big time when you look at it historically. Mm. They're almost, they're like past double you know, where it's been in the past. Um, and that's been steadily going up over the last few years. Whoa. Um, last year, we had a lot of uncertainty about whether or not you could use the sticky stuff. And this year, I think I think when you're a pitcher and one day you're using the spider tack and the next day you're not, yeah, that's going to affect your control. Mm-hmm. I think that really affects your control. And um, this year presumably with the checks uh, every three innings or whatever, the guys are just not using it. Uh, spin rates are down. And um, with a consistent uh, ball, <laughs> they're just going to hit slightly fewer people on accident. In terms of like intentionally hit uh, by pitch, I don't have the numbers for that. Yeah. Well, when you say spin rates down... Can they, do they actually know that? Well, yeah, it's a stat they have. So you can, just like you say, RBIs are down in the month of April. You can say spin rates are up in the month of March. So let me, let me uh, throw this out on the table. So you're saying it's pretty easy to look up and find a pitcher's spin rate. Yes. You also told me not that long ago that it took diligent, diligent research to get Madison Bumgarner's offensive statistics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice callback. That's yes, that is un- correct. Believable it's to me. It's super easy to find Madison Bumgarner's spin rate, but you have to dig a little deep to find his offensive stats. That is the, that is truly not- amazing <laughs> for a sport that so often yeah. is talked about. Stat geeks. That's just yeah. incredible to me. The sport where you hit a ball with a bat. Oh, it's incredible. Yep. Of where he plays defense. That's why we're doing the show. Whoa. So one of the things that's really interesting about these hit by pitch numbers is they're just way up. In recent times, like in the last eh, 20 years, they're way up. And from the 90s to the 70s, I mean, the hit-by-pitch numbers are, they're they're a lot lower than they are now in the modern era. A lot lower, like by half. Okay. And it kind of stays that way as you go like all the way back to the, the, through the 40s. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets really low in the 30s. 
And I think that's because like people actually got seriously injured yeah. um, at one point getting hit. I, I had no idea. By the dirty ball. And people kind of changed their mind about, you know, how, how often they were going to hit people. Um, pitchers p- potentially got better. But the really yeah. interesting thing I found no. was that you go all the way back before turn of the century and hit rates are way mm-hmm. up there. <laughs> you go back like 1910 and before, it's the hit rates yeah. are even higher than they are now. I think that's when they had the they're spitting on the ball and it was all black and uh, they would wait yeah. only swap it out every once in a while. So yeah, we got you want to talk about stats? We don't have spin rate. Uh, going back that far uh, because you need a camera that takes like a million you know frames a second to see that yeah. but we have that now um and we've had it for some time right. enough years where we can really compare years and go hey look at these look at what happened this year these guys were all using spider tag mm-hmm. or a lot of guys were yeah a lot you know you talk about cheating and how it spreads from one team to another well think about how every single year a baseball team has a bunch of new guys who were on a different team last year. Hmm. That's how these things spread, you know, spider tack. I mean, that could not have remained one team secret for more than, uh, more than a year. If it ever was just one team secret, I'm sure it wasn't. Yep. Yeah. No one's using pine tar anymore. No sure. one's using, um, thumbtacks to scratch up the, uh, the ball. Cause they might accidentally cut themselves in the face, but that's what it's called. Is it spider? Like the animals, spider tech, spider tack, spider tack. Okay. These are all the things I hadn't picked up yet. Well, the spider tack is new. I think it's like a scientific advancement in terms of sticky stuff. Yeah. You know, but I mean, people have been using all kinds of stuff forever. You know, I love the major league pitcher, you know, the old guy, the the number one starter guy, first guy in the rotation. Oh, totally. The gray hair guy. All he has is junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your first pitch? Spitball. <laughs> Vaseline ball. Yep. <laughs> sandpaper ball yeah yeah he's got the oil on his chest i remember so too bad the guardians didn't beat the yankees huh well they they won that one game yeah that one game was great was that an at-home walk-off uh yes it was oh that's it so great that's and it, that's major league right there and they started let me just remind you they started down two in the ninth and the first guy flew out so there was no momentum and then it was all momentum and that still took almost a half hour, the rally, because I think there were pitching changes. There was there's a lot of things that were happening. But that's the ultimate slow down the game time when you don't know what's gonna happen and uh the the drama just built. It built and built and built and it was lovely. Speaking of the Mariners and the playoffs and come from behind, they the Mariners did come from behind uh with an eight one deficit to beat the Blue Jays at one point. That's that you can't beat that. That's as good as it gets. Talk about comebacks. Was um <laughs> No, for real. 8-1. They came back, dude. It was it was epic. I'm sure that guy cried again. I <laughs> crying tears of joy. Hey oh <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that I wonder what, what the the betting odds on that was that kid crying after that game. Oh, is that something you can bet on now? That was not surprise me. You can bet on yep. anything now. I'm sure. Really glad you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> Love to talk about sports betting. <laughs> yeah. No, you'd sent me a great article on the new poster child of sports betting. That was uh, Anonymous 4 sent you that. Oh, Anonymous 4. Okay. Yeah. I, I had not heard of that. And I, I thought it was particularly interesting that it said... Um, he is the first player to capitalize on this sort of new era of baseball and sports betting. 
And I thought that was an interesting choice. That's not the choice of word I would have used. This is the first zombie of the zombie apocalypse. This idea that we're going to now integrate betting into the sport in a way where the players are promoting it. I just cannot tell you how upset it made I, I was when I read that. <laughs> I was the first thing I read in the morning and my day was ruined. <laughs> Oh, I love hearing you say that. Oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's uh, it stinks. I'll tell you another thing that really, and and this this gets intertwined with it as well. And it's the fact that they are now allowed to do interviews on the field during games. The guys um, have microphones on them while they're playing. They're on the playing. field. So you don't think that's going to involve itself when it comes down to sports betting and oh people God. talking and because pe- think about where shit talking's going. Where well, what what about this stat? Oh, when he's mic'd up, he he doesn't play as well or he plays better. You know what I mean? Like this. Uh, can you believe this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I fell on the mic. Uh, electrocuted myself. <laughs> yeah, those are going to tie in together. Oh, uh, my my pitch comm's not working right because of interference from uh, the mic I'm wearing. Yep. There's no question those are going to be linked together. <laughs> Betting, microphones, and uh, I mean... Well, you mentioned that you can triangulate, uh, like make a 3D model of a basketball player using all the cameras and then yeah. find out if they're injured. No, they're like telling the players, you're injured. We know that your right knee's fucked up. Right, but let's say... Like, oh, yeah, it did feel kind of funny. Let's say the data is ambiguous and it's like, well... It's maybe it's on the line. Maybe he's hobbling. You know, we've got the early indicators. If the bookies get this data, they're going to work that into their equation. Mm, Totally. Right. Like he's not full on limping. He's just eh, there's a little imbalance. Yeah, that would have been in a Mission Impossible movie like 18 years ago, but now it's actually happening. This is welcome to real life. Yeah. So speaking of real life, I heard we got some fan mail, and I'm so happy to hear from our fans. Oh, man. I'm sure it's going to be nothing but roses and rainbows. Well, I chose this one special, and this is someone that claims to be a fan of the show. This is someone who emailed you at MonaLisaBaseball at MonaLisaBaseball.com. Yeah, that's right. He has emailed me before. It was real early. Let me read to you what I received today, and then... We'll just kind of go from there. Again, this person claims to be a fan of the show, so it proceeds as this. Okay. What up, fellas? Love the show. Keep it up. I could go on and on with things that we agree on, but I wanted to write an email that wasn't simply praise for you. That would be boring. Yes, good. A1 and A2. I could tell early on that neither of you is fully engaged with the current happenings of the game of baseball. We admit that freely. Granted, I'm not either, as I admit that my passion for Giants baseball ebbs and flows based on how they are playing. Last year was a lot of fun, beating the Dodgers on game 162 Mm. to steal the division title. This year, it's been tough to watch since mid-August, when it was pretty clear they weren't going to make the playoffs, even with just about half the teams making the playoffs. Okay. With that said, you guys give the impression that the rec- that the recent rule changes in the last few years have ruined the game for you, only now making it unwatchable. I don't buy it. Mm. Based on what I can tell, your commentary on the current game is at a 30,000-mile high view, going off headlines rather than substantive detail. 
I have heard you guys say things like, I don't want to watch if that's what the rules are now. Here's what I think. You have been detached on some level from the game for some time. Yes. I want you guys to ask yourself, when did my obsession for baseball go from obsessed to I'll check the scores and watch if they're in it? Yeah. When did you decide I don't have the desire to keep up day to day? Was it getting older with more mm. adult responsibilities and priorities? Was it certain rule changes at a certain time? Or am I entirely off base here? You tell me. Oh, I love this letter. This is so great. I love the pureness of the game too much to give up on it because they put a ghost runner on second in the 10th or the new pickoff <laughs> rule, et cetera, et yeah, cetera. Right. A good Giants team contending for a championship trumps my dislike of the rules. The game still ends on the last out, the third strike, the walk-off hit. The pitcher still needs to get the final out, and the batter still needs to try and get that big hit. And 75% of the time, the pitcher wins that battle. But that 25% is still magic. Don't get me wrong. Fuck the DH. Fuck the gimmicky interleague. Seven-inning mm. doubleheaders, yeah. all of it. But it makes me sad when you guys talk about the game. Like it's a dead grandpa or something. <laughs> and today's game is the millennial grandson that is bored with the game and staring at his phone. Don't give up on the game and don't expect it to revert to the old ways either. Adapt. Love to hear your thoughts. Keep up the good work. I'm so glad that he wrote this to us. Isn't that great? This is so great. He's so right about a lot of things. I, I do want to make a couple points. Yeah. The third strike Hit final out. Um, nope, that's not true anymore because you can end a game on a pitch clock violation now. Correct. So I, I, it's, I don't want to tear apart his beautiful, beautiful letter, <laughs> but I will. And uh, We could do that a little bit. I think I think I, I don't know if this person has listened to all of the episodes. We have quite a few, and I wouldn't blame them if mm -hmm. they hadn't. But I break mm -hmm. down into detail how my fandom for the Giants has waned over the years. And I talk about the strike. I talk about Barry Bonds. I talk about the year they announced they were moving, right? And th these are just – these are three things. There's other things too. And um, – I mean my first thought is the show is the answer. Like we've put out a lot of content to the point that I feel like he basically is baiting us. I mean I've talked to – many people about the show and they all seem to be i think they're getting me a little they're taking what i'm saying wrong and here's the main thing i'm hearing and it's frustrating for me because people will say i'm not going to listen to a show if you just bag on baseball <laughs> yep. and when did you stop loving the game and I, I'm like in disbelief when I hear people say that because... You still love the game. I still love the game. They'll rebut it by saying, you know, oh, I can hear like some part of you still loves it. And you go, wow, do you really not understand what I'm saying? That We wouldn't even be doing this show if we didn't love the game. It's like my first love and will always be that way and how there's nothing, there's nothing in the world can make me from stop loving the game of baseball. The yeah. game of baseball is is everything right it's how it's being manipulated and it's like we don't like it when i read this this morning oh man i was i was you were lit? i was almost seething oh, for a while wow. because <laughs> because i'm thinking why does this person not see what i'm seeing which is 
Same way for, and okay, here's what people always will say. Oh, the game's been changing for years. You're like, yeah, okay. I understand on that technical point, you might be correct. But the thing is, it's basically been played the same way for a really, 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 really long right, time. Right. And now in very, very recent the terms. The rule changes are accelerating. They're changing all kinds. Big, yes. Huge, right. huge leaps and bounds. And so when you just say, oh, adapt, I'm saying you don't think there's a risk here of this nuanced game being lost completely in this crazy speed-driven world yeah. where – its only chance to sort of, to me, hang on to itself is if it remains true to what it is and not and stop trying to catch up with the other cool sports. I mean, the point of the show is to talk about why we're against some of these rule changes and we think it, we think baseball is going in the wrong direction. You famously said it uh, where you were like, hey, if, if there was ever a time to say, hey, I don't agree with the way baseball is changing the game, now is that time. That's what we're doing. We're, mm-hmm. spe- we're speaking up. You're speaking up. This is your show. I'm just here to help. Absolutely. No, that's it. That's it right there. I want it to be at its best possible position, and I think it's doing the exact opposite. I want to ask the guy, like, are you okay with the rule changes they're doing next year? Like, the pitch clock? Banning banning the shift? Well, basically what I heard from him is, deal with it. Like, we got to deal know with it? You know what I heard is... I guess. Yeah, I heard... I mean, you, okay. We're too small... We only get one vote. It's not even worth voting. Like, I love the Giants. If they do well, I'm into it. But I'll always love the game, no matter what, you know, happens. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, why why can't we be the, these fans who just who just say, "Hey, um, we're okay. We love the game. It's fine. It still ends with this and that." Well, I mean, they came for the banning of the shift and where were you? You know, they, they came for the pitch lock came and where were you? Like at what point do you actually stand up and go, no, I, I want to speak out too and say, I don't like this. Like at what point, you know, yeah, it, is point? it when there's only four, four guys on the offense and an all running team? When, when will you yeah. join us completely? Yes. Because we love the game. We played the game. I, I, I want to play it right now. I wish we could just have a softball league instead of doing this. I, I would trade this show for, <laughs> for a softball league with you, but you live too far away. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that? Um, where, what do they call this? Where's that high speed train in California when you need it? Uh, much talk. It's, it's a lot like the A's new stadium. <laughs> they talk about yeah. it. They got drawings. It looks really cool. Yeah. Drawings are nice. Not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not a thing. <laughs> Less offensive than a designated hitter. The sport where you hit a ball with a bat. And I'm having the time of my life watching this thing going, oh, man, what's going to happen next? These, these rules are complicated. The playoffs is everything. And why the hell are they listening to us? Caught me in La La Land. Yeah, the playoffs. Uh, yeah.
Do you remember when he talked about the artist? He says, I don't want to be anywhere in the middle. I either want people to love my art or hate my art. Um, this guy wrote to us from the heart. And I, I, uh, I mean, I couldn't uh, be happier. I hope we get more messages like that. 